the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden facing a lot of trouble over his intention to run for re-election. There's a new 60-second ad airing in New Hampshire urging the president not to launch a 2024 campaign. With his low popularity, it's way too much of a gamble. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. But the ad isn't from conservatives or Republicans. It's from the progressive organization Roots Action. The spot features liberal Democrats who criticize Mr. Biden for not doing more on the environment and universal health care. And they express concerns about the president's ability to take on a Republican candidate in 2024. Greg Clugston, Washington. Mayor of El Paso, Texas, declaring a state of emergency over concerns about the city's ability to handle an anticipated influx of migrants across the southern border. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt might see a crack in Iran. If Iran gives up on the job and Iran gets rid of the morality police, that's a crack in the regime there that has not cracked since 1979. All they normally do is kill people. So the the revolution, the counter-revolution is underway, and it's quite quite a moment in Iran. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Inside your 2 o'clock hour this Sunday afternoon, it's AM 1280 The Patriot with your weather forecast. Low of 3 degrees tonight, mostly cloudy skies. Monday, clouds do stay with a high near 17. With a Patriot half-off deals program, you can save 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Visit am1280thepatriot.com and click the half-off deals icon or call 651 405 8800. Stay tuned. Another hour of Northern Alliance Radio Network. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus 3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network at Facebook and uh, give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And we do have our live stream uh, running of the broadcast, so you can view the broadcast as well as comment or question on the uh, little thread there. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Okay, uh, I got through the first hour. Uh, it's amazing how when you get into topics, you have a few things to say about them, that's for sure. Like I say, having not been engaged in news a whole heck of a lot this past week, uh, I rely on my engagement in the news and then you know, uh, writing at bradcarlson.org to kind of be my show prep for the week. Cause on weekends, you know, things get a little busy. So typically by Friday evening, the show's in the can, I'm ready to go. Uh, but I got through that first hour, second hour, we will, uh, look to get through as well. I did allude to the fact, uh, you know, talking a little bit about Aaron Rupar, who put out that, uh, selectively edited clip of Walter Hudson, uh, speaking out at the mask off Minnesota, uh, get get together last week where Walter basically said mask mandates and 
uh, COVID vaccine mandates were tantamount to plantation owners uh, giving out orders of tantamount to slavery. And he's gotten a lot of heat for that, and Walter has doubled down on his position. He even, I think he appeared on WCCO um, on the Chad Hartman show. And, I don't know, Chad seems like a nice enough guy, but would be incredibly out of his depth going toe-to-toe with Walter Hudson. So uh, Walter, again, does what he does. He can defend his position a lot more articulately than anybody else can. And uh, he's going to be – it's going to be fun to hear him on the House floor. I'll just say that. But not to not to re-up that particular segment, but here to talk about specifically uh, Twitter uh, under new ownership, of course, Elon Musk uh, officially purchased the – social media platform within the last month or so. And because he's allowing free speech, people to come on the platform, talk about whatever they like in any manner they like, it's really rankling conservatives because they feel like hate speech is going to incite violence and this is a danger to our society and people will literally die. I mean, seriously, anytime something happens, whether it's legislation or opinions or whatever that progs don't like, they Seriously, they say people will literally die. You know, they're going to literally die because of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was passed at the end of 2017 or when net neutrality was overturned, people are going to literally die. It's like, my God, you know, if, if people are going to literally die because of everything that goes against your worldview, I, I mean, it, you've just you're you're playing classic uh, boy who cried wolf after a while. No one's going to listen to you. Not that anybody should listen to these people much in the first place, but that's another story. So this was from John Sexton at hotair.com. This was a, what he wrote on Thursday. Uh, Twitter announced a new policy regarding accounts that track the movements of people in real time. This led to the suspension of an account that tracked the movements of Elon Musk's personal jet. The decision was prompted by a scary incident in which a stranger in a mask jumped on a car transporting Musk's young son. Musk also threatened legal action against the college student who ran that account. Uh, Then Thursday evening, there are reports that a group of reporters had their accounts suspended. That group included some well-known names. So John then uh, uh, quoted an NBC News Dot com article. The accounts of Ryan Mack of the New York Times, Donnie O'Sullivan of CNN, Drew Harwell of the Washington Post, Matt Binder of Mashable, Michael Lee of The Intercept, and independent journalists, I'm doing journalists in scare quote, journalists, Aaron Rupar, Keith Olbermann, and Tony Webster, had all been suspended as of Thursday evening. The Twitter account for Mastodon, a platform billed as an alternative, was also suspended early Thursday evening. It was not immediately clear why the accounts were suspended, though some have been tweeting about the suspension of the Twitter account that tracked Musk's jet, Elon Jet, and its availability on Mastodon. So this was, uh, and as a result, you had some people who had alternative Twitter accounts, like Keith Oberman kept a Twitter account that uh, was touting uh, the uh, virtue of rescue dogs. Okay, you know, very noble cause, despite Keith Oberman being an insufferable douche. Can I say douche on the air? I just did, so sorry. (laughs) Better to ask for forgiveness than permission, I guess. But uh, Keith Oberman, an insufferable, we'll call him Jack Wagon. Oh, you know, hey, pretty noble cause, but whatever. But he he was tweeting behind this particular account. And he cited a tweet that Elon Musk put out back in April when he was first entertained entertaining buying Twitter, then backed off, but then ultimately re-upped his uh, purchase agreement. Uh, Elon Musk back then said this, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. So when Elon Musk banned all of these Twitter accounts of these lefty prog journalists, people were calling him a hypocrite. Well, so much for being a free speech, free speech absolutist. These people criticize him and out of spite, he nukes their accounts. Well, no. It was the terms of service that he had implemented that indicated that tracking people's location in real time 
would get your account suspended. All right. Now, you could argue that maybe that's self-serving because of what happened to his son. You know, a masked, someone wearing a mask approached a vehicle where his, that had his son inside. Okay, from a personal standpoint and personal safety, I understand why he did what he did. But the problem is, is that you had people calling him out. Yeah, so much for being a free speech absolutist. This sends a chill wind. You know, that's another favorite saying of progressives. This sends a chill wind over free speech. Well, all of a sudden, the same people who were saying, huh, the Twitter is a private private company. You know, I remember there was a tweet that was circulating uh, from earlier this year where Marjorie Taylor Greene was calling out Twitter because they suspended her account when she was questioning some COVID protocols. Marjorie Taylor Greene, congresswoman out of Georgia. She said, what's what's going on with Twitter? We need to look into Twitter. You know, Twitter is a, is a, is a who elected these people to run roughshod over our free speech. And Aaron Rupar replied to that diatribe. He says, she's almost getting it. She's almost getting it. She's almost realizing that Twitter is a private company. She'll get it eventually. So the insinuation by Aaron Rupar and all these other progs when conservatives were suspended was, well, Twitter's a private company. Not a whole lot government has to say about it. And, you know, as a conservative, I just threw my hands up and said, you know what, that's true, but they seem to be enforcing violations of their terms of service very arbitrarily. Any alleged violations of terms of service, they seem much more biased in nuking accounts of conservatives than they do progressives. You know, I mean, they they would routinely ban conservative accounts if there were conservative accounts that, you know, said some unfavorable things or bigoted or racist things, which, you know, private company, they do what they want. But as I've always maintained, the best way to combat objectionable speech is not by censorship, but by more speech. And that's what I hope Twitter is to become under Elon Musk. That was the hope of everybody when he made that statement eight months ago that he hopes his his greatest critics remain because he is committed to being a free, you know, that is what free speech means, his worst critics remaining. So conservatives, what they often did is call out uh, the, you know, call them out on the on what seemed to be an unequal application. But yet the Prague retort was always, well, too bad, so sad. It's a private company. They're going to enforce the terms of service however they want to. And, and they would just flat out lie about it, particularly Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, flat out lied. Said no, no, we don't. We don't target conservatives. Well, I after if you've read the Twitter files, what Barry Weiss, Matt Tiabi, and and others have unearthed, then you can go to their uh, you can go to their website, uh, thefp.com. You know, it's a website called the Free Press. Again, thefp.com. They've got all of their uh, stories detailing uh, the Twitter files and what they've uncovered and. It served as more of a confirmation rather than a revelation that Twitter and their personnel, they were targeting conservatives to be banned. And, of course, the most egregious offense was locking the New York Post out of their Twitter account because they posted the story about the Delaware repair shop turning in Hunter Biden's laptop to the FBI. And on this laptop contained information that could have been damaging to the Democrat presidential candidate, Hunter's father, Joe Biden, who ultimately would be elected president. But whenever someone tried to link to that story, they would have their account suspended. So it was very clear that Twitter was working to call it what you want, but this is what I call it, interfere in the election. Now, you can... You can argue whether or not them making this decision prevented Trump from winning. I ultimately don't believe Trump would have won regardless. That Again, I got no way of knowing that. It's just my opinion. Some may cite that I have an anti-Trump bias, and that's fine. 
I don't think it would have made a difference. However, if you're going to if you're going to adhere to a principle like, hey, a handful of people shouldn't be able to determine what hundreds of millions of people across the world see and don't see. This is a popular platform. It should be. It should have a free speech. It should have this spirit of free speech in the First Amendment, even though First Amendment protections don't apply because the government doesn't have word one to say what goes on on a private platform. But that should be their goal is to allow any kind of speech. And yes, even hate speech. Because, again, the best way to combat that and to dilute it is with more rational and compelling speech that or not compelling speech more rational and convincing speech that basically drives that underground. So uh, basically this ban was less than 48 hours, some of this journalists, but my God, the newscasts and the podcasts and whatever else talking about it, you would have thought that these people were reporting on a murderous regime right in that regime's home country and being held in jail as a result. You would have thought that was happening the way they were reacting to this. Now, all of a sudden, the same people who are out there say, well, it's a private company. They can enforce their terms of service however they say fit. Now, all of a sudden, they're the free speech absolutists, supposedly. As Michael Scott said in an office in the in an episode of The Office, my, 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 how the turntables. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. And don't forget, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Yeah, I know. it's That's how the tables turn. That was the joke. He said, my, 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 how the turntables in the episode of Office, okay? If I have to explain the joke, apparently it's not funny. Back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app, and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah, real cash every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. I've made around $200 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SALE33 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account to PayPal or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SALE33 for a 25 cents per gallon bonus in your first tank. That's code SALE33 for 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and the state. What's got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. Ho, ho, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. 
Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa, 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. There is a house. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. We do have the live stream up and running. Thanks as always for tuning in. Uh, Continuing to talk about the uh, great uh, Twitter purge, if you will. Like I say, these uh, left-wing journalists, they were locked out for all, not even 48 hours, and yet they were made out to be martyrs. And that, you know, first and foremost above everything else, I you know believe in free speech absolutism. As I've said about Twitter and their platform and their terms of service, you know, and you again, because you are a private company, yeah, you are allowed to put forth your twi- uh, terms of service however you see fit. But at the end of the day, it, there was almost insinuation from some of these people who ran these platforms about there being liability issues for some of the stuff getting there. And it's like, no, you're a platform, not a publisher. There is a difference. A platform means that you're not responsible for the content that gets on there. Section 230 very clearly spells that out. Section 230 was created just to put forth a statement saying that, yeah, you know the First Amendment, free speech and all that? That's protected on the Internet as well as it is, you know, in writing. And so when Donald Trump, when he was president, wanted to get rid of Section 230 because he wanted to undermine these social media platforms that were going after him, it was insane. And I called it out as such. And and I have a vested interest in this as well. I mean, I don't have a huge presence online, but I write regularly at bradcarlson.org. And if Section 230 were taken away, I would be responsible for someone in my comment section getting on there and threatening, say, threatening to kill someone. I'd be responsible for that. Obviously, I'm not interested in that. But now, if someone does something on one of these platforms, like threatens to kill someone, the only person responsible is that person who's making the threat. So... These platforms, and I've said this many times on the show, they seem to have wanted it both ways. They wanted, you know, this this righteous indignation of being a publisher. Wow, we can't allow that on here. We we you know we have uh, you know, we have legal statutes to adhere to. Well, no, you don't. And secondly, I guarantee you, if there is as much racism and bigotry and whatnot as Adam Schiff claims, there's been an increase in. There's orders of magnitude much more that could resources people using the platform that could drown it out and basically shame those people into oblivion. So I'm sorry. I, while I objected to these journalists being suspended and don't feel they should have been suspended, I'm not going to sit here and act like I feel sorry for them. Okay. I, I, I mean, I can hold two thoughts in my head at the same time. I don't think it was right, but I'm not going to feel sorry for him either, and I'm not going to pretend like they're some sort of martyrs. I'm sure as hell not going to hold them up as journalists who are in a foreign regime and in jail because they criticize that foreign regime. Okay? That's not what this is about. And I would love, and I'm sure people have dug through these journalist tweets, I would have loved to see these people's reaction to Twitter removing a sitting president of the United States. It was back uh, just a few days after January 6th. Donald Trump had his account suspended, permanently suspended by Twitter. 
So the progs who are screaming free speech absolutism today, what were they saying back then? Some of them maybe it may have surprised us. Okay, but I would guess they were all celebrating Trump being nuked from the platform. And again, when it was met with the objections of Trump supporters, they were basically told, too bad, so sad, this is a private company, they can do what they want. Suddenly, they weren't carrying that tune anymore. Suddenly, this was an outrage. Suddenly, Congressman Ted Lieu out of California was being uh, contacted on Twitter. We got to do something about this. And God bless Ted Lieu, far-left Democrat, uh, represents the Hollywood, California area. That's basically his district. He said, government doesn't have word one to say about uh, what a private company does. Based Ted Lieu, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? But, again, we're, we were always given a – Prague's user responded with a derivative of a uh, private company. You know, oh, it's a private company. And the Prague spin is that Musk can't handle the criticism of these individuals, so he's nuking their accounts out of spite. But as, we're, as we were reminded during the COVID pandemic and the 2020 presidential campaign, the company is totally free – to determine what content is allowed on their site. But where Elon Musk is running in trouble, and I again, I point to the tweet that he put out in April, he wanted his most fervent critics to remain because that's what free speech is about. So, while I reiterate, I don't believe the journalists should have their accounts suspended, I don't have a ton of sympathy for them because they lauded the removal of a sitting president of the United States nearly two years ago, but had nary a word to say about members of thuggish foreign regimes still able to remain active on the site. You had members of the Chinese Communist Party spewing propaganda on Twitter. That was okay. That was copacetic, but a sitting president of the United States, even though Trump had a tendency to say crazy stuff, that's completely within the within the bounds. And, of course, the opposite is also true. For those of us who believed it was an utter disgrace for the New York Post to be locked out of its account for publishing a news story. Okay, this is the New York Post, a nearly, I, well, well more, it's well more than 200 years old, two-century-old uh, two newspaper publishing a story with sources, you know, actual journalism, and for posting a story that could damage their preferred presidential candidate. The New York Post was locked out of its account. So for those of us who thought it was a disgrace, and it was, but are okay with leftists being removed without explanation? Because apparently Aaron Rupar didn't get an explanation personally for why his account was suspended. I'm sorry, you don't have any moral high ground either. It's one thing to not feel a lot of sympathy for them, but I absolutely remain steadfast that their account should have been reinstated. And again, it was less than 48 hours later that Aaron Rupar, Keith Oberman, and, and all those others, they had their accounts re- reinstated. So the good news is, if you're a conservative, there are a lot more conservatives who are intellectually consistent on this issue than there were progs when their political opposites got suspended. So that that at least is the good news. You know, I mean if if there's if there's some standard we should I mean, I get it. We're so politically divided in this country today. It's really difficult to find just one piece of common ground that we could all adhere to. And I would like to think that free speech is something we could all adhere to, but In this era of cancel culture, even that kind of seems like it's in peril. And that's that's disappointing to me. Now, First Amendment, from a legal standpoint, thankfully the Supreme Court, no matter the makeup of the Supreme Court, whether it's predominantly leftists or in, in today's example, predominantly conservative justices, originalist justices, the Supreme Court in all of their rulings have been almost unanimous in ruling on First Amendment issues, free speech issues. So from a legal standpoint, you know, government-enforced standpoint, 
particularly the judicial branch, at least we've been consistent there. But it shouldn't have to require going to the judicial, take it up with the judicial branch to protect free speech. I'd like to think that we would be able to agree on that. You know, what was where where is that sentiment where I may disagree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it? That sentiment is sorely lacking today, particularly from progressives, and it's and it's depressing to me, to be quite frank. 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Anthony was working a dead-end job. I was surviving, but I wasn't getting ahead anymore. A friend told him about my computer career. She's like, I'm already in the program. She's like, you'd be crazy if you don't do it. So I jumped right in and have not regretted it. Anthony did it all online. All you gotta do is have an internet connection, and you can do it. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. You need to check out my computer career. If it worked for me, it'll definitely work for you, too. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Better image. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For comments and questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I want to kind of pivot uh, topics here a little bit. Something that I think has been concerning uh, for some time, particularly in during the COVID pandemic, is more and more people feeling isolated. And this was one of the big concerns that was raised very early on in the pandemic. Obviously, March of 2020 is when uh, COVID-19 was declared a pandemic. And the concern was is that in this country, we were already seeing an alarming uptick 
in mental health issues, particularly those people feeling depressed or anxious or even having suicidal thoughts. That was already happening before COVID. And then once isolation took place, I mean, very early on, people were concerned about, you know, the lockdowns just exacerbating mental health issues. You know, people wouldn't be able to have access to their therapists or, you know, they could check in with their therapists via Zoom meetings. You know, the the Internet is a wonderful thing, and it, it helped mitigate a lot of issues uh, regarding isolation. But it, it it's not a cure-all. It's not an, it's not an acceptable substitute for in-person contact and socializing. And if, if I... If I had any struggle myself during the pandemic, it, it was, you know, not being able to socialize with our friends. Now, thank God I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm a happy, healthy marriage. And my wife and me, we, we we did great, you know, being home alone during the, the pandemic and and everything. But we're, we're social people. We like to be with our friends. And obviously, with everything being locked down initially, you know, the whole two weeks that flattened a curve that turned into several months to flatten the curve, uh, it just wasn't possible. But, you know, overall, we were, you know, mentally stable, mentally healthy. But even then, it it took a toll on us because we wanted to be with our folks. And, and we would call my mom every day. You know, my mom is <clears throat> still lives here in the, uh, in the Twin Cities, and she's by herself. And we got concerned for her well-being, so we check in with her every day. And, of course, she's got underlying health conditions. So, obviously, if she were to got, would have got COVID, that would have been, uh, been difficult. Well, I bring all this up to say that there was a uh, piece in the Washington Post that came out late last month. I ha- I didn't get to it uh, yet, but with the holidays coming up, obviously Christmas uh, next week at this time and the New Year's, you know, people are going to be taking time away from their workplace, having holiday breaks. And how you choose to spend the holiday, I think, is going to be vitally important. And Bryce Ward at the Washington Post wrote a piece about how Americans are choosing to be alone, and here's why we should reverse that. The COVID-19 pandemic wreaked havoc on our social lives. Cancellations, closures, and fear of a potentially deadly infection led us to hunker down and avoid acquaintances, coworkers, and extended family. Time spent with friends went down. Time spent alone went up. Thanksgiving was not spared. Americans spent 38% less time with friends and extended family over the Thanksgiving weekend in the past two years than they had a decade prior. And now for the scarier news. Our social lives were withering dramatically before COVID-19. Between 2014 and 2019, time spent with friends went down and time spent alone went up by more than it did during the pandemic. According to the Census Bureau's American Time Use Survey, the amount of time the average American spent with friends was stable at six and a half hours per week between 2010 and 2013. Then in 2014, time spent with friends began to decline. By 2019, the average American was spending only four hours a week with friends, a sharp 37% decline from five years before. Social media, political polarization, and new technologies all played a role in the drop. It is notable that market penetration for smartphones crossed 50% in 2014. That's what they call critical mass. So if you want to know, as I was reading this, it's like, huh, uh, the time spent with friends between 2010 and 2013, it was stable at six and a half hours a week. And then in 2014, it was on the decline. Well, there you go. Market penetration for cell phone or smartphones, excuse me, crossed 50% in 2014, critical mass. COVID then deepened this trend. During the pandemic, time with friends fell further. In 2021, the average American spent only two hours and 45 minutes a week with close friends, a 58% decline relative to 2010 through 2013. Similar declines can be seen even when the definition of friends is expanded to include neighbors, coworkers, and clients. 
The average American spent 15 hours a week with his with this broader group of friends a decade ago, 12 hours per week in 2019, and only 10 hours a week in 2021. On average, Americans did not transfer that lost time to spouses, partners, or children. Instead, they chose to be alone. No single group drives this trend. Men and women, white and non-white, rich and poor, urban and rural, married and unmarried, parents and non-parents, all saw proportionally similar declines in time spent with others. The pattern holds for both remote and in-person workers. The percentage decline is also similar for the young and old. However, given how much time young people spend with friends, the absolute decline among Americans age 15 to 19 is staggering. Relative to 2010 through 2013, the average American teenager spent approximately 11 fewer hours with friends each week in 2021, 64% decline, and 12 additional hours alone, a 48% increase. These new habits are startling and stri- a striking departure from the past. Just a decade ago, the average American spent roughly the same amount of time with friends in the 60s or 70s. But we are 19 in the 1960s or 1970s, but we have now begun to cast off our connections to each other. It is too soon to know the long-term qu- consequences of this shift. But it seems safe to assume that the decline of our social lives is a worrisome development. Spending less time with friends is not a best practice by most standards, and it might contribute to other troubling social trends. Isolation, worsening mental health, particularly among adolescents, rising aggressive behavior, and violent crime. Americans rate activities as more meaningful and joyful when friends are present. Friends and social connections build on themselves and produce memories and fellowship. They also boost health and lead to better economic outcomes. So I I can understand why the isolation can wreak havoc because you start feeding it. I mean, Americans, I think, by nature are insecure. It's only through experiences growing up that you become more secure in who you are, getting around more people who, you know, can challenge you. And the only way you're going to become a better person and grow as a person is if you're challenged. If you if you hang around people who wallow in the same issues that you have, you know, you're not going to necessarily grow. But. It's important to have friends. I concur with this and to socialize with friends, but you also want to be around friends who can help you and and lift you up and not necessarily wallow in whatever issues you may have. And it's important to be around friends that, you know, just love you unconditionally, love you for who you are. And, you know, again, my wife and I are blessed. We have, you know, many friends from different circles in our lives, whether, you know, it's from our neighborhood whether it's from our church, you know, my wife's got, uh, you know, got colleagues, you know, some of whom we've got to know through where she works. Okay. So we've, we're, we're very blessed and we've got different pockets of friends from different walks of life. And heck, I've got, you know, friends that I've known for, you know, since I was in high school that I still hang around with very blessed that way. And, and I, and I realize how important that is. And I realize how much I need it because particularly during the pandemic, I got, I got antsy and it's like, my gosh, I got to get out of here and do something, but everything is shut down. And, you know, there are some friends of ours, we respect their space, you know, because of the pandemic, they don't want to get together. Now, some were more willing to take risks of getting together because they felt the same way. You know, we need to be around our friends. And the holidays, I think is where it's really vital, and I'll end this piece by Bryce Ward again at the Washington Post, Uh, you can help uh, reverse these trends, basically people feeling isolated and alone or making the choice to feel isolated and alone. You can reverse these trends today without waiting for the researchers and policymakers to figure it all out. It's the holidays. Don't skip Christmas with your family. Go to that holiday party or throw one yourself. 
Go hang out with friends for coffee or a hike or in a museum or a concert, whatever. You will feel better, create memories, boost your health, stumble across valuable information, and so will your companions. Put effort into building relationships that you can count on in good times and bad because, as the song goes, that's what friends are for. I actually heard that song in Sirius XM 80s on 8 today, ironically enough. (laughs) I I almost started singing it, but I'll spare the listeners. Uh, Besides, you just might have a good time. And that's exactly it. You know, my my wife and I, you know, we don't have kids. And as we've got older, you know, we there are times where, you know, in the middle of the week, we say, hey, what, what do you want to do this Friday, Saturday? We don't have anything to schedule. What do you want to do? Let's do something. Or, you know, we may not make plans in the middle of the week. And then Friday rolls around and, you know, we'll be talking during dinner. It's like, hey, let's go out. Let's go do something. Let's let's go. Uh, let's call up so-and-so, see if they want to go out with us, you know, just on a whim. And you know what? We've had friends who either don't have kids or are empty nesters or kids are old enough to just be at home by themselves. We've had friends say, yeah, sounds great. We'll meet you in about 15 minutes. You know, there is there is some joy in spontaneity where you are just ready to settle in for a boring evening and all of a sudden kind of get, uh, kind of get a little bug to say, hey, let's go out. Let's go do something. Let's call so-and-so, see if they want to get together. And when they do and you end up having three, four hours of great conversation, man, that's the best. Because then at the end of it, you're like, wow, we didn't pl- we didn't plan this at all. But what a what a fantastic, what an incredible blessing this turned out to be. Just calling people on a whim. You know, and there are some friends that get so busy with life, you have to give them a call two, three weeks ahead of time, say, hey, got a couple of open weekends the next couple of weekends. Which works better for you? You know, we need to get together. We need to see you. You know, my again, my wife and I are blessed that way because we have friends who we can talk to like that. And they concur. They say, yeah, we agree. We need to get together. Let's make it this weekend. And and it works out great. And, you know, my wife and me, because it's just the two of us at our home, we have no problem having small get-togethers at our place, you know, cooking dinner, whatever. Well, my wife cooks the dinner, I should say. <laughs> uh, that's the real blessing to our friends is me not cooking. So it's real important, folks. And and I, I have family members close to me who are going through tough times right now and don't feel like they want to be around people. And it just in the isolation and loneliness just makes the problem worse. And the problem is you get so down in the dumps and so mired in your circumstances, it's that much harder to dig out of it and say, yeah, I need to get together with friends. Because the longer you're isolated, the more work it is to try to gear yourself up and get together with friends. So uh, whatever you need to do to reverse this trend of isolationism and loneliness, just, as Nike says, just do it. Just do it. And I know it's easy for me to say because my wife and I, we've been in the habit of doing this for a while now. Okay? But I'm telling you, it's it's worth it. It's a blessing. You have people in your lives that want to be with you and be non-judgmental, And you don't have to talk to me about anything serious. Hell, talk about that exciting Vikings game yesterday or something. Right? That's something that all of us, a lot of us Minnesotans could get excited about. So uh, that was a great piece, and uh, I, I think it's spot on. You know, we need don't wait for researchers and policymakers to figure it all out. It's the holidays. Get together with family. If you have to throw a party yourself, just do it. Do what you need to do to reverse this trend because you'll feel better. And I, I the analogy I like to use, and then I'll finish up, is exercise. I come home from a hard day's work. It's bitterly cold out. I'm tired. The last thing I want to do is get into my workout clothes, go back into a freezing cold garage, get in that freezing cold car, and drive to my local health club and work out. Mentally, I don't want to do it. But you know what? I know that I know that I know when I'm done with that workout, I feel so much better, and I don't regret one millisecond of the inconvenience of getting into the cold car. And because I know for a fact I always feel better after I work out, it makes it that much easier to do what I need to do to to just do it. 651-289-4488. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget, we have the live stream up and running on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. 
Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. What's got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. Oh, oh, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. Dot com. It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marian Kuharski, director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. It's getting shorter now, hot chocolate. Fills the air and Christmas cheer does too. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. Thanks always for tuning in. So I only have a, about a uh, few minutes left to go here. But uh, so not uh, not really a whole lot of time to uh, get too deep into uh, anything too serious. But, you know, we were, we were kind of alluding to uh, football here. And uh, the Vikings game was yesterday. That's I, I like when Vikings games are not during showtime because I get a lot more live listeners you know, who will tune into the, the broadcast. But if, if it's a noon Sunday Vikings game, it's on typically from noon to 3. Well, because I'm broadcasting 1-3, not a lot of people are going to listen. Not as many people are going to listen live. So it was uh, it was on yesterday. And, of course, you all, you all heard by now. Now, if you don't know what went on in the Vikings game and you want to watch it later, then tune out the rest of the show. You have my permission. Godspeed. Merry Christmas. Have a nice holiday. <laughs> but... Uh, the Vikings, I, I, I didn't have time to watch a game. I had other things going on. I happened to be scrolling through my phone and saw just before halftime it was 30 to nothing. And, of course, at halftime it was 33 to nothing. The Vikings were losing to the pitiful Indianapolis Colts who were being coached by a high school coach, all right, Jeff Saturday, who was coaching a high school team and an analyst at ESPN now was coaching the Indianapolis Colts. You know, like, eh, hey, whatever. And so then I happened to check later on, and it was uh, near the end of the third quarter. It was 36-14. I'm like, eh, okay, at least I didn't get shut out, whatever. And so I just moved on. And then my wife and I had a get-together to attend at a, uh, friend's, at a uh, friend's house. And as we were on the way to our friend's house, it was about 4 o'clock, I get a text message from a buddy of mine. And... I um I waited till I was at a stoplight protocols and I got on Instagram and I saw the Vikings Instagram account you know talking about unbelievable comeback thirty nine thirty six in overtime I'm like wait what 
And then a friend of mine texted me. He's like, my God, are we going to have to go through these games every week? You know, where we're just going to have to go to a cardiologist? It's insane. Are they ever going to win a game in a blowout? And it's like, eh, probably not. So let's just enjoy it until the bubble bursts. So when the Vikings had this unbelievable comeback, they went to 11-3. and They clinched the NFC North, which means they're guaranteed of a one, at least one home playoff game. And when I saw that, it's like I was ready to say, good God, after last week's performance in Detroit, this week's performance against a pitiful Indianapolis team, they're just basically going to go one and done. But after yesterday's game, all of a sudden I'm talking about postseason home games, and all I can think about is Michael Scott. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. I mean, isn't that the sentiment of all Vikings fans, really? You think about it? I mean, we drink a lot of us. Well, not all of us. There are, there are some still very cynical Vikings fans. Uh, but I'm surprisingly, I'm not one of them. My first season of being all in on Vikings football was 1978, Fran Tarkenton's final season in the NFL. So this is the 45th season I have been a Vikings fan. And anytime they have a really good season and going into the playoffs, I always drink the Kool-Aid. I don't. I never declare they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're going. I know it. This is their year. They're going to do it. No, I just go in with a clean slate, completely open to whatever. I don't sit there and wait for the proverbial other shoe to drop. Okay, I, I just, I, I will just take what comes. And if it's heartache like we experienced in 1987, 1998, 2003, 2017, uh, whatever, 2009, I, I'll... I'll take what comes, okay? Because one of these days, if they happen to break through, I never want to I, – I, I just want to have some sort of expectation that, hey, I, I knew there was a slight possibility this could happen, but I don't want to be one of those cynical people that just, again, waits for the proverbial their shoe to drop. So, hey, kudos to the Vikings again. They get at least a, a home playoff game. Number one seed – that's still going to be a tall order. They're going to need some help for that. But if they can at least get a number two seed, you get a clean slate postseason. That's all I can say. So, folks, again, uh, there will be original programming week from today on Christmas Day, but it will be a pre-recorded broadcast. But it will be original programming nonetheless. So, Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. Oh, oh, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. 
Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 1280, The Patriot is WW. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.